Y'all, I just had such a wonderful, wholesome, businessy, motivational conversation with Nicole Bruno, who you will get to meet in just a second. Um, we actually, after the recording stopped, we actually had a chance to just continue to catch up, you know, and one theme became really apparent to us, which is that entrepreneurship can feel so, so, so lonely. And especially as black women, as women of color, um, that journey to do something that you say you want to have a vision and to execute it and, and day by day and to leave things behind and, and accept new things can be extremely vulnerable and lonely. And I didn't realize, and I think we speaking for Nicole and Nicole don't hate me for this. I don't think she will, but you know, we were just kind of like talking about how it is so um, easy to feel like you are the only one going through those things when in fact we are not. And, and I think we've just had a great time after the recording realizing that again and again with each other that, wow, I'm not the only person going through this. We were talking about making tough business decisions, talking about having a vision and having to adjust it. I mean, the things that, you know, you feel are like, because a business is your baby, at least to us it is, you feel are so um, important and, and, and sub substantial to make by yourself. I mean, being able to talk to someone about that is really awesome. And so for many, many reasons, I'm really grateful that Nicole, I got to meet her and that she was on the show today for you all to hear as well. The other thing I want to amplify before you all get to hear the awesome conversation, I mean, even her introduction just dropped all the wisdom for y'all. So even if you don't make it all the way through, listen to her introduction, okay? Okay. Um, the other thing that came up for us was <sighs> entrepreneurs and belief entrepreneurs and what they surround themselves with, entrepreneurs and vision. I mean, it becomes really life or death, literally, if you're thinking about being able to provide yourself, life or death, what you surround yourself with. Nicole, in a, in a story later in the show, she talks about how someone said something to her and she was like, I blocked that person because I could not tolerate that energy and then still pursue the belief I had and the vision I had because what that person was telling me was something that was trying to disturb the very precious mind of an entrepreneur, creative person, human in general. And I just think that philosophy is so important for people, for environment, for messaging, for your routines, your food, all of those things come together to be life or death for an entrepreneur because assuming that whatever you are building and, and profiting from is how you eat, right? That becomes really important. And I think so much discipline is required. And that's why I have so much respect for Nicole because she talks about all of this and, and a journey she's had. And it's been three years for her and Bruno PR and social. And I think it is so amazing that she's able to package all that for us and, and deliver it to me and you. And so this conversation stands very um, well in my heart. And, you know, I'm excited to continue working with Nicole and excited for y'all to listen to it. And so let's get into the interview. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of season three. This season has been really exciting for us for a lot of reasons. We are expanding working with this network. I'm expanding my personal network and I get to meet really cool people who have taken it upon themselves to like 
create the business idea, project, innovation that they want to see in the world. And then I get to interview them on this show and share that with all of you. And, and I think today's instance of that is no, is no different or lesser. Um, because today I'm actually going to introduce you to Nicole Bruno, or she will actually introduce herself, um, who is a phenomenal, talented woman that I had the opportunity to meet very serendipitously. As you all probably know by now, um, earlier this year in 2022, working with them, we were putting out great content, but we were like, we, we are a messaging platform and we don't have any messaging because early on we were focused on getting content out. We were focused on the logistics of scheduling and recording and editing a podcast show, focused on the logistics of running a team and working well together. Um, but we realized quickly that, you know, the powerful messages that come from our guests and to include Nicole, as, as you are about to hear, are really important to be sharing more widely. And so people know that this can be a hub and a resource um, and a free resource specifically for the types of insights that, you know, you, you usually have to pay so much money for, you know, one-on-one or, or in a different venue. And so um, I, I got the chance to meet Nicole because we were hiring a social media manager at the time for working within. Thank you, Mara, for all that you do. That is our current social media manager. Um, and Nicole reached out to me and she was like, I have my own firm. I have my own organization, Bruno PR and Social. Um, and obviously I saw her profile picture. I didn't want to assume anything, but it was very exciting to me as a Black woman to see this other Black woman say to me that I have my own and I can help you and I know what I'm doing. I think that's so powerful. And and I'm really simplifying there, but I think that's so powerful. I think Nicole is, it's gonna be so exciting for her to talk about PR and social media and her journey and entrepreneurship because I think it's the time for it. Um, social media is a hot topic, right? And it is something that is important to all brands, not just small organizations like us. And and so I think she'll, she'll have a lot to say about her journey with entrepreneurship, her journey with social media and, her journey with life as a woman entrepreneur, especially. So, Nicole, without further ado, um, could you please introduce yourself? I know I did a lot right there, but could you introduce yourself to the audience? Like, what pronouns are you using? What is your role, even though I kind of spoiled it? And um, what, is, what is your zodiac sign so the listeners can relate? Yeah, um, I'm Nicole Bruno. I am the founder and CEO of Bruno PR and Social. My pronouns are she, her. Um, my zodiac sign is I'm an Aries, so definitely a lot of fiery energy. <laughs> All my friends who know me are they say I'm a, tr- a true Aries in the true sense of the word. I'm a go getter, you know, um, very passionate person, um, you know, and you know, a lover and a fighter. I'd say too. So that's. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I started Bruno. Um, well, I can to give a full intro. Um, I started Bruno PR and social in 2019. It was in October of 2019. So it's almost been, I want to say it's almost been, we're coming up on almost three years now. Yeah. Three, big three. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's been really exciting for me. Um, I was working, I started my career in, you know, the nonprofits world and I was, you know, really, uh, more so focused on PR and social and event management, you know, in the nonprofit space. Then I began working at an agency and I I landed an internship at one in in college. And that was when I really, I just loved the way agencies work. I love that you get to work with many different brands and, and not just be focused on one. So you can be a part of 
I guess the bigger picture in a way, um, you know, in, in having um, the power to help, you know, all these different companies achieve their their marketing goals. And um, that that's pretty big, you know. Um, so, yeah, I got my start in in um, the nonprofit space. Then I went to ad agency world. Then I, you know, I didn't have a traditional path um, after college. Uh, it was it was really, really challenging for me to find um, a full-time position. And I definitely feel like as a woman of color, that definitely played a role um, in me securing uh, employment after, you know, college. Um, I did begin yeah. my work experience with uh, doing social media for a matchmaker in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and um, I was her executive assistant as well. So I learned a little bit about business too, um, from her, a lot about business from her. Um, she definitely shaped, you know, uh, shaped my, uh, I guess she, she definitely showed me a process that, you know, and, you know, things that you, you, you should be mindful of, you know, when you're running a business. Um, she also, uh, really helped me gain the confidence, um, when it comes to sales and consulting, uh, and if it weren't for her, you know, I definitely wouldn't have that client relations experience that, you know, she really helped me establish. And then I, you know, entered agency life finally. And it, it, I was at an advertising agency, um, and it wasn't, um, um, it wasn't expected. Um, you know, I, I thought, you know, like you graduate, you think, oh my God, you know, you're dreaming about, you know, working at an agency, but there was a lot of hurdles I had to face early on in my career. I'd say a lot of, you know, I went through and had to deal with workplace discrimination. Um, you know, a lot of things that were not fair and, you know, not being given the opportunities that other people were getting or, you know, the recognition, um, you know, things were just different, you know, and, but that, you know, everything I went through, through that experience really just helped me craft this vision for this company that I started. And, you know, that vision really comes from this idea that, you know, there can be an agency in a workplace for people, people, all people, but especially people of color to really rise in the ranks, to, to share their voice, to share their vision and, and, create be creators and um you know be appreciated and and feel valued um you know for what they have to bring to the table so definitely um you know i would have dreams about starting my own my own agency and for the longest time i was kind of i was in my own way really i came up with reasons i couldn't do it or i didn't have this i didn't have that you know and then one day you know i'll you know I just decided, you know what, there was an opportunity in a Facebook group and I decided I, I'm just going to go for it. I scheduled a meeting with this uh, prospective client and I, I even told them like the first time we met, you know, I, I have nothing prepared, but I'm, I just, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm going to have things ready to share with you and to show I'll have a website soon. I really want to work with your company. And all like I, what I brought to the table was passion for just what it is that I do, and and that made just the difference. And it was that first client that really took a chance on me and believed in me that helped 
me um, to be, you know, to establish this company. And here we are, you know, three years later, we have a team of six. Um, it's it's really beautiful, um, really beautiful to just see the growth that's happened, not just within the, the business, but within myself in the past three years. I've, I've grown with the company um, and it's definitely, I found my purpose, you know, you know, in starting this, you know, I've, I've become more aligned with my purpose, I feel, than I ever, have, ever was before. Um, and, you know, that to me is, is really special. First of all, wait, actually, before we even get there to like the deep stuff, you work for a matchmaker. So cool. I need their help because <laughs> romance. I again actually got to a point. I was actually making matches. So I have matchmaking skills. Yeah, I actually made one match and I'm pretty sure they, I, it was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure they stayed together. They sent, people would send thank you notes. Like, yeah, I would, was also like a date coach, you know, while I worked there and yeah. so I have some of that background, but I don't, you know, <laughs> that's like. Okay. Sorry. Yep. I'm bringing it back. No, thank you. We need to talk about that later, but that is so cool. <laughs> um, but also like not to minimize anything else though you talked about workplace discrimination i am so sick of that being the story for women of color for women for queer people mm -hmm. for people that don't fit the neat binaries of existence i am so sick of that because we have report after report after decades of knowledge around pay gaps around expectations around how women show up in the workplace around sexual harassment around all these big bucket items that we know exist. And yet, and still, we still bring young women, we still bring queer people on and expect them to perform, but take less, like you said, and overperform and overgive and just overestablish themselves, right? I say in quotes, there's no way to overestablish. You do your thing, okay? But just do that and then not get the, um, the value return. And, and someone, I admire said to me recently, Rocio Perez, actually in Denver, she, she had let me know she's a woman entrepreneur as well. She was like, I'm tired of being raped. And I know that is like an intense phrase, but it is the truth. Like you get tired of being taken advantage of. And, and it sounds like in a way like mm -hmm. that, like you're tired of being taken advantage of and you want to do your own thing. So I support it 100%. And I love that that is that was fuel to your story because yeah it absolutely once you reach a point where you're you can't do something anymore like you learn from that you're like never again yeah <sighs> so cool it's definitely um it's eye-opening especially when you just don't you think oh this you're, we're in 2022 this doesn't happen anymore we're in back then it was 2019 this doesn't happen anymore it was a wake up call for me, but it just, I mean, I, I always tell people whenever they're, they want to start something to just get started. You know, you don't have to have it all together, have it be perfect. You just have to take the first step and, you know, things eventually they, they come together. They do, but you have, it's a series of small steps that bring everything to, together, you know, and, and you know, it's all those small steps, so you, you know, that you take leading up to the giant leap. And I think that's what I had to do. Um, I definitely feel that um, while there was a lot of pain that I went through, like I, I dealt with feelings of like worthlessness and I, you know, never just, oh man, I'm never going to get there. And, mm -hmm. you know, dealing with um, 
the, the realization of, wow, this is what it's really like for, for, you know, for women like me. And there is no maybe rising up. And especially if, you know, the person who, you know, you're, you're going to for that raise or going to, um, from, for, a promotion doesn't, you know, isn't going to promote you just simply because they don't like you based and they, they believe that because you are this skin color, you are only meant to do secretarial work or, or this kind of work. And you're not really cut out to be in leadership. Like that kind of stuff, it, it sets, it really sets, you know, feels like it's a setback, but yeah, it actually it might is. really it just is. be a setup for yeah. you to take yeah, and do your own thing and change the world in the way that you you know you were meant to. And I think that it's frustrating for companies. I really think diversity is a big deal, you know, because that talent, you know, um, you're missing out. <laughs> you know, if you're just so focused on having um, a leadership team that looks one way, that's not helpful. You know, and I'd say it can go both ways, but it's just not helpful for anyone. You need to have different perspectives. You need diversity. You need to have, um, you know, that's power in a way because you you can see things from a, you know, broader point of view versus this very narrow minded mindset. Um, And there's a lot of things I think when you do have a, a company, you need to just be really open, you know, open minded and um that's going to really take you to that, like the next level and, and take you in, you know, you know, I think you have, you have more to gain when you're yep. that way versus, you know, being closed off yep. and set and stuck. And this is how we do things. So this is how it's always been. These antiquated models are not, they're not beneficial for anyone and not beneficial for the, your business, your company, organization, whatever. Um, and they're not beneficial for the staff and the team that, you're 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 you know fostering or building or whatever you want to call it they carry your business and make it possible yeah Mm -hmm. and if i always tell people if they're in a situation similar to what i was in don't wait for it you know to get better i mean obviously you have to be mindful of your situation and it can be tough to to get out because you first you know when someone really when someone rips your confidence apart and tears you down it's hard that's what that where they want you and i think it took me realizing that that okay nicole like they want you to feel inferior they want you to feel like you can't do it that you're not good enough that you're worthless and that you don't have anything to contribute you have to believe that you do you have to believe in all of the reasons that you know um you're worthy (laughs) Your, you know, you, you all the skills you do have, you have to, to own it, you know, and that's really what I had to do. I had to finally ask and, and ask for what I wanted. And when it wasn't given to me, I had to go, you know, and I and then I had to just go for it, you know, and, and kind of create my own path for myself because, you know, <laughs> that's just what I had to do. And sometimes I'm like, man, I wish it would have been easier for me. Um, but then I realized, well, maybe it's been easy for me. I would have stayed in that role. I would have, or I would have stayed in agency world, ad agency world. I wouldn't have challenged these antiquated systems and I, I wouldn't have maybe not have started this company. So in a way, you know, I don't have any regrets. I, um, 
I think it, you know, this, I was meant to experience it so that I could grow as a person and really come into my own and, and, you know, you know, come to terms with like my purpose and just go for it, you know, and have that courage. So yeah, no regrets there. (laughs) Yeah. And I just appreciate you. It just sounds like, and I know this from even just the small talks we've had, you've learned so much on this journey. Like it, it, all of the obstacles that you described and ones you haven't mentioned, even like, I know that you have found a way to stand back up from them and also rise. And I think that's so admirable. And I love the way you talk about your story with that, because I agree with you. Like, you know, when, when it's really hard, no, and that you feel it all the way and it's, it's, and Miss, she knows what she's doing. Like it'll hurt you in a way where you can't avoid it anymore. Right. It becomes so unbearable. That is your biggest sign. That's your biggest nudge that your life is about to change. That There's something else for you, that there's an opportunity ahead of you because it takes you though, to say no for the first say you have to say no before you can say yes to the other thing. Um, and I just think it's so cool that like you mentioned, you started this, it's, starting anything, but speaking about you particularly, you started this through a series of small steps. You had, you realized that, you know, that place wasn't right for you. Then you went and you even, you tried to make it right. And and you tried that too, but then that wasn't received how you wanted it. And you, but you still had this passion in you and the decision-making facility and power to decide that you wanted to do what you wanted to do. You had a vision and you knew that to start, you just had to start. I talk to a lot of creative, wonderful people and and soon-to-be founders that are so focused on perfecting their product. Even my podcast. I started this podcast with an Anchor subscription, um, my iPhone, <laughs> holding it up to my mouth. I would edit my own audio, and I hated doing that, by the way. I'm so glad I don't have to do that anymore. Thank you, Chris who will listen to this. Right. And, um, but it was, the graphics were horrible dated. Like I had my face on it. It was not a professional headshot, you know, all those things, but I was so concerned and felt deeply in my spirit that I wanted to do this and I needed to actually, I didn't even want to, I needed to. And so, um, now to be interviewing folks like you, Wanda James, Christian, I mean, it is blowing my mind in a way that I'm sure you can relate to how you get out of your own way, take a series of small steps, and then you arrive and you'll arrive over and over and over again. And I just think that is so cool. Um, and I support it. And that's why I wanted you on the show, Nicole. So, and we haven't even started you. You have to tell us about Bruno PR and social. Like what is Bruno PR and social? And can you also like explain a little bit of the lingo for folks who don't know? Yeah. So yeah. What, first of all, um, yeah, I guess I can explain what PR and social are first. So people understand what we do and the name, but yeah, public relations. And I can't even give an exact definition. It's the practice of managing and disseminating information from an individual or an organization to the public in order to affect their public perception. Um, so public relations is a lot of uh, just, I guess you could say it's me- it's a lot of things, but it's media relations, it's crisis management, it's event planning. Social media is a part of public relations. Influencer marketing is also a part of public relations. Um, essentially, public relations is ensuring that the man, I would say the management of a brand's reputation or public image would be the short way to sum up 
with that what it is. And then social media, we all know social media. That's like uh, these social networks we have uh, we have accounts on, like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, we are Bruno Pierre and Social. Um, we are a an a, uh, agency. Um, we actually updated our mission statements, so I want to pull that up. We uh, work with mission-driven brands, organizations, companies um, to amplify their narrative, to expand their reach, um, and to establish authentic connections and make a difference in their communities and the world. All of those things. Um, essentially, we work with mostly clients in the health and wellness um, industry. We, are, we have worked across industries. Um, we work with some clients in finance. Um, we work with clients in the nonprofit space. Um, we work with clients in venture capital. Um, we've also done some work with a lot of women's healthcare brands. We seem to be getting into the femtech space, which is a really cool industry, well, up and coming industry. Um, so yeah, and essentially, you know, we provide public relations services. A lot of clients do come to us for their media relations, um, or any kind of influencer marketing, um, management, which could involve vetting influencers, identifying influencers, um, you know, product and, uh, product seeding and gifting, things like that. So sending it, that's basically sending influencers, you know, if you're an e-commerce brand, maybe sending influencers your product and having someone to track and manage that. And also someone to come up with like campaigns and, um, you know, uh, I, you know, campaigns around a product, I guess that would be the way to sum it up. And then um, we offer social media management. So a lot of uh, brands, companies, and organizations, they'll come to us um, really just when it feels like, you know, most of the clients that come to us, they already have marketing teams, but maybe their marketing team isn't isn't quite skilled. Their skill set is in social media, um, or maybe they just don't have the capacity. Like they're trying to manage, like we have one client trying to manage three different social media channel, channels for three different um, brands. And it's just so, it's overwhelming for them. Um, and, you know, we come in and we really want to help you, first of all, save time because, you know, social media is, it takes up a lot of time. Some people don't realize it, but if you, if you haven't realized it yet, you probably aren't managing it for your, your business um, or brand or what have you. Um, so yeah, it takes up time. So we want to save you time, but we also really want to take the, the pressure off of you. So if, if you don't feel like it's your skill set, we come in, we, we bring the, we bring the skills and we'll make it happen. We'll make magic happen is what we say. Make magic happen for you. Um, we do content creation, we do, um, copywriting. So we'll write copy for, um, write copy, uh, for your webs, for your social media posts, um, what else we do strategy development. So if you don't have a lot of, and that's usually the first place that we begin is with strategy. Cause a lot of clients will come to us and they, they, they don't have a strategy and anybody can really, um, post a social media post. Like that's not hard at all. Like anyone can go onto Instagram and post, but 
when you really see results for your business, that's it's when you're you have a strategy. And it, the strategy, I always tell clients, it's a starting place. It's not an end all be all. Like as we go along on this journey, um, we're gonna gain insights and you know learn new things um, about our audience and you know what they value. And we're gonna have to adjust that strategy. Um, as we go along and also as new trends are being introduced and things like that, you know, there might be changes that have to be made, like, especially with Instagram and all of their latest updates. <laughs> it's like a continuous, yeah. never ending stream of updates. Have to, but yeah, I think, you know, we help clients navigate that. Um, we also do, you know, reporting. So we'll report um, every uh, month or quarter, you know, ha- the overall health of your social media account and you'll get all of the KPIs packaged up in a little branded deck um, so you can keep up to date on what, you know, what's happening with your account. So that's kind of the gist of it. And I'm I'm happy to like me- uh, meet with anyone. If you go to our website and hit um, get started, you can like book a meeting with me and happy to like share more about our capabilities with you. We do offer other services. Um, we do some content marketing. We have web development agency partners. So if you're looking for a web website, um, you know, designs or updates, we do have agency partners that we work with, um, who can facilitate and work on your website. Um, we also do offer email marketing and, um, yeah. So those are just some of the things and influencer marketing, as I said before, that kind of falls under the PR part, but <laughs> let me know if I need to restay or say our mission statement. Cause I feel like I might've, well, what is the, yeah, what is it? So yeah. Uh, Bruno PR and social is a boutique PR and social media agency, helping mission driven businesses, brands, and nonprofits amplify their narrative, expand their reach, establish authentic connections and make a difference in their communities and the world. That is a robust set of offerings uh, and listeners. I did do an intro call with Nicole and I'm happy to report that even though Nicole and I aren't working together yet, um, I did, we did have a great discovery call in which it was so apparent how much expertise she has in these fields because we were the client um, that came and had no more capacity to give and was like, we don't know social media, but we know it's important. And like, Basically, we have these accounts and we had too many accounts we were trying to manage and it was just like everything. Okay. So everything she just said. Um, But actually, like even in that meeting, you know, she was able to direct the conversation in a way that helped us focus and helped us understand the importance of focus, um, even without um, moving to work together. And it was an extremely flexible call. I felt like I could really say what was wrong, which was many things. No, we're not wrong, but like what wasn't happening, which was many things were not happening in our social media world. But um, again, I say yet on purpose because Bruno PR and social, at least I know, is in my ideal future. Um, so thank you for sharing our offerings. I know, again, social media is a, yeah, social media is a huge hot topic for folks. And so I hope, you know, if you're, if you're hearing this and you're like, wow, I do need that. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely 1000% recommend Nicole and her business and her team. Um, it's representative and diverse and, and you will get some awesome created stuff. I saw had opportunity to see some of the impact she's had up with her clients and hear about it. So really cool. <laughs> I do want to turn back to your story of knowing you wanted to do this. Um, and knowing that you had to take a leap, right? Eventually, 
how did you even know you wanted to do that? Like what were kind of the signs along with, I guess, like being dissatisfied with former like jobs, what else made you know that you needed to start something on your own? I think there was a lot of, um, I don't know if it's, if the word's synchronicity or I don't know if I want, I feel like a lot of things happened in my life that were kind of like, they're almost like miracles, the little miracles that kind of were happening in the sense of like, it was, how do I say this? Very transformative for me. Um, I met my, I did have a co-founder when I first started this business. I'm not afraid to say that, you know, he's since we unfortunately did separate earlier this year, but um, he came into my life uh, in February. We met and, um, you know, just really inspired each other, you know, um, so in a, such a wonderful way, you know, inspired each other to really pursue our dreams. And this was right before COVID happened. So, um, you know, he had moved back to L.A. I only really got to, to, to know him for about a week or two. Um, before he moved back here to LA and I was in Pittsburgh at the time. Um, and I'd been living there for a couple of years. Uh, and so everyone in my life, I just kept, I just kept getting so frustrated with the the position I was in at the time. So unhappy, so miserable. Like I remember, like I always think back to the day that I was just stirring my coffee and how insane life felt. And I just kept thinking to myself, I can't stay. I can't stay here. Like my spirit was so just so unhappy and just not at ease. And I didn't feel like everything was so hard. And I just kept thinking like there, life has to get better than this. Like this cannot be it for me. So then, you know, all of these people in my life really just, well, first of all, COVID happened. So let me start there. COVID happened. the, The company I was at, this was in, COVID happened in March. They sent us back to the office in April, uh, in May. And, you know, I, I got a doctor's note saying that I could not return. And, you know, they did not honor that. They just ignored it. Um, I had two doctor's notes stating that I, you know, I have a health condition. I'm, I'm not able to return. So forced, they forced the staff back to the office. Um, there was a whole ordeal that went down with that. I was asked to resign if I... Um, you know, didn't come into the office. <laughs> there was no mask um, mandate in the office either. So that was another issue that really, it, it was it was tough. Um, you know, I ended up getting an attorney who helped, you know, come up with a plan and they were, you know, bound to wear masks around me. But I remember just going in there and throughout all this time, complaining to my friends and family how unhappy I was, and, you know, um, my former partner, business partner, you know, he said to me, are you going to do this already or what? You keep talking and, you know, you keep complaining, but what are you going to do? And then I had a really close friend of mine who she, she's like an angel, I swear. She, I've known her since college. She's always comes into my life um, whenever I really need a voice of reason and some guidance. And um, she said to me, you are the creator of your world, Nicole. You create your world. You're the only person right now who's standing in your way. Look at all of these these things that have come into your life. You know, at the time I had been picking up new clients, so beyond just the one, 
um, I started with in October of 2019, I had picked up two new clients since then. Um, and, you know, they they saw my vision, heard my vision, loved the work I was doing. And so then it occurred to me, you know, after talking to my friend about, you know, I'm standing in my way, like there's so many, there's blessings in front of me. And was I going to, to do this? And eventually, you know, there was a day where I remember like I was totally burnt out at this this company, totally burnt out to the point where I could not even get up to go to work on time. Like I, I couldn't, I literally getting up to go into the office, I felt like I was hit by a train. Like every day it felt like I was just tired, more tired the day than I was the day prior. Um, so, and I was, you know, it was anyway. Um, the one day I just thought to myself, it, what happens if COVID is around for more than a year? What happens if like all you have is today? Like what happens if this is it? Like it, this, this can't be it. And I kept thinking to myself, no, this isn't it. So I, I literally walked in like the next day and turned to my two weeks notice. And, you know, I had another, one of my clients actually even spoke to me, you know, she's very spiritual. She's a Reiki master. She, she said, I feel the urge to just t to text you and say, Hey, you know, you have what it takes to swim. Like you can do this. Like you'd need to push away, push aside all the anxiety, all the fear, you know, all of the reasons why in your head that you believe you can't do this and you need to believe now and you need to take a leap of faith and trust that you're going to land on your feet. So I decided, you know, I didn't have a plan really. I had the three clients, you know, we were going through this pandemic. I really, people in my life, some people were worried about me. They thought what I was doing was absolutely crazy. And, you know, they I just, always do. They always do. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to believe in myself, in my vision, in my dream. And I, I saw all of, the, all of the pieces of the puzzle were there. I just had to put them together. And um, I just jumped, you know, I, I quit that job. I, I was done, literally, they, they didn't even, I gave my two weeks notice. They didn't even keep me beyond a day after that. Like it was, and I remember walking out of that office into the street and just feeling like, oh my God, I'm, I felt relief. I felt relief because I, I was having panic attacks there because they weren't honoring the mask mandate. It was just not a healthy environment for me and I wasn't thriving in it and I needed to get out. So this, you know, felt better. And then it, the thought set in, oh my God, now the work begins, you know, and, but things just naturally came together after that. Like the second I got out of my own way, I got out of this environment that wasn't uplifting me life just started to happen. This business started to grow. We, we picked up literally like in the one year, it was like over 30 clients. Like we've worked with over 30 clients wow. in the past two, like their inception. And it, you know, I honestly, like it just was so natural. And I mean, we had to do a lot of groundwork to put you know, processes in place. And this is where I will say I'm really grateful to my former business partner for the for what he, ha, you know, ha, did in his role in the business and helping me, um, you know, um, working with me to put to lay the groundwork for the company. 
Um, but yeah, we, we put together all of that. Um, and there was a, you know, a lot of tinkering that had to be done, getting processes just right. And then we started hiring people, we'd be growing our team. And now I'm just really um, still, I'd say, um, restructuring things so that they're, it's beneficial to everyone on the team. And, and you know, you, we, you don't start, you don't end where you begin is what I always say. Like it's a process, it's a journey and it's, it's ever evolving and it's not, I mean, they're going to, it's going to be hard. You know, I, when I started this, I knew that I knew it was going to be hard, but it's so worth it. And there are going to be days that you do, or you're like, I don't know if I can do this anymore, but on those days, there will be reminders sent to you that remind you, this is your purpose. Now walk, walk in it. You can do this. Don't cave into all the little reasons that it couldn't work out. And, oh my God, this is such a, like some days are going to be good. Some days are going to be bad, but you know, you're the great thing is you have freedom to, to, you know, operate and run things in your way, in your own way. You have, um, the freedom to build something from the ground up, freedom to, to create something that is different, you know, and more aligned with your values and morals and, and, you know, what you envision. And that's a beautiful, beautiful, rare, rare thing. And, you know, when you do have it and you establish it, don't let it go. That's what I would say. You know, you have to get through all the, the, the bad days and to really appreciate the good days and when things are a little bit easier. So. Absolutely. And thank you, Nicole. And entrepreneurship is so such a fluid circular unexpected road i mean it is it is what it is it's you do it and you see and you eat and you start you know and all those things that happen but um i appreciate you saying that and also saying the winds come you can persevere you just believe in yourself and it connects to something that you said earlier in your introduction when I said you could literally have stopped then because you literally like dropped like 12 years of knowledge on us um and and wisdom you mentioned how having passion is what carried you forward with this and I would I say yes that and I would edit it because you've said it yourself just that it was passion in your belief in yourself because none of that would have been able to happen without you believing it could have. And I, that's something I usually talk about with folks often is that if you do not believe something's going to happen, it will never happen because even if it does happen, you won't accept it, acknowledge it, receive it, or believe it for yourself or take advantage of it. Take advantage of the opportunity because you simply do not believe that couldn't be you. Um, and so thank you for, for emphasizing that because I think especially in entrepreneurship and creating in general, you have to believe in it because you're bringing something new into the world. You're doing something differently. And that means there will be naysayers, there, that there will be people who don't see your vision because you're the one with the vision, right? And it's almost like a weight to carry to be a visionary. But I'm so glad that you accept that about yourself. And, and hopefully it lets listeners know that it's okay that they feel like they're visionaries too. And it can be tough being a visionary, that's for sure. But you can't let people tell you no. I remember when I first started, a woman said to me, there's no market here for what you're doing. Why would you even do that? And I, I deleted her, is what I did. Deleted her. Um, in social, I was like, I don't have time for this. Yes, people, um, it sounds funny, but that's important. Like protecting your energy, that's what that is. 
you can't be around that if you're building a business. Yeah, and I one's think- telling you that you can't have a market in the business you say you're having a market in. You can't be around that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you it's, I mean, you can, like, I like to hear, like, constructive criticism. There's just a difference between just negativity and being con- constructive, you know, providing constructive criticism or feedback. Yes. They're and different. for the listeners, like, the negativity is what Nicole mentioned. The constructive version of that would have been, hmm, oh, wow, I never thought about that market being here. That's a really cool idea. I just definitely, like, make sure that you feel like you're confident in that being here. Like, that is a more constructive way for that message to be delivered. Not to say it's anyone's place, but just in case you're really, like, on that fence of, like, okay, what is negative versus constructive? Would you agree with that, Nicole? Yeah, I think a constructive thing at that time where I was at would have been to say, hey there, you know, I am concerned about about you. Um, do you think this is really the best thing for you? Like what you, um, have you or have you considered um, have you considered working in these cities? You, you probably will be able to land um, more business there. That, that would be a better, or have you, you know, have you considered moving to this place and, and getting me to consider where I was in instead of saying I can't do it at all, you know, or even like giving me advice for, well, if you're going to, you know, be doing this in this mark type of market, you're definitely going to want to keep these things in mind and work toward X, like giving me a goal or something instead of saying, oh, that's impossible. Because nothing's impossible. Nothing. I ended up leaving Pittsburgh. Um, I ended up leaving Pittsburgh, though, I will say. And a bunch of connections. I was very... The company became pretty... I mean, I'd say well-known um, by a lot of by a lot of folks in that area prior to me leaving. So that person was not right, accurate. Um, I definitely think since I have left Pittsburgh, though, my the target, uh, our ideal client persona definitely has changed. Um, when I was in Pittsburgh, we were serving more so smaller, bit small businesses and business owners. Um, but now we've definitely taken a, you know, a level up, you know, we've leveled up a little bit and we are working with more midsize, you know, well, startups, you know, backed by investment, we, we work with brands, um, national brands. Um, we do still service small business owners. So if you are a small business, please don't hesitate to reach out. So we do have a package just for you. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, the company isn't primarily um, based off of that as it used to be. So that's great. Yeah, because you're building and learning and it's your business. So you get to decide what you want to do with it. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so we've reached a pivotal moment in the episode, which is when I ask you, what do the listeners need to take away and do with this episode? What do you want them to remember most? And what would you encourage them to do? Well, definitely, um, if I'll keep it, sim- I'll keep it simple because I know it's been almost an hour. <laughs> um, I would say if you have a dream, don't let it go. Like, you know, if you have it, you were given that dream um, and it was put inside you for a reason, do whatever you you can do to achieve it. And 
don't get so caught up in getting started that you don't actually start. You really need to take just one step and then continue taking little steps. And as you said earlier, eventually you'll arrive, you know, and you just have to chip away every little day working at what it is you're passionate about and you will, you know, and then have that belief that I can do this, have trust the universe. I truly believe in that. And that I will say like trusting in the universe has been a part of it for me. Yes. Trusting in, I, you know, some people might not believe in God, whatever God you might believe in, you know, I trust, believe in God, my God, knowing that he's got my back, you know, knowing that the universe has my back, knowing that I'm going to be taken care of no matter what. And, you know, sometimes things fall apart so better things can fall together. Yeah. Sometimes things don't work out because there's, you're, you need to be redirected in a new direction. So just having faith is a huge part of, of this. And I think, um, you know, faith, believing in yourself, and then just taking a leap and going for it and not, not allowing anyone to tell you you can't. And, you know, there are going to be a lot of people, especially when you're a person of color, that are going to tell you no and to tell you that you can't and to tell you that you're not good enough, you're, you weren't made to do that, but you can't listen to any of them, you know? And people might hate you for not being a, list, a good listener, but there are some times when, you know, not listening is the best thing you could possibly do for yourself. Yes. So that would be what I would say. <laughs> Yes, Nicole. Yes. All that times a thousand and listeners. Yes. Please like just chip away. Get, reach out to someone who does something like that. Listen to a podcast that they're a guest on, someone that you admire. Write out a note document where you just have ideas. Like those are the baby steps, right? Like none of this happens overnight. And and thank you, Nicole, for emphasizing baby steps because it's that's really all it is over and over again. Um, and so all right, you mentioned how folks can have business with you. Can you just reshare that to because this is just gonna be the snippet for all your contact info. Can you share how people can um, see you, your agency, and also just hear about Bruno PR and social in general? Where are you present and how can people connect with you? Yeah, well, to learn more about Bruno PR and social and our service offerings, you can go to www.brunopr and that's A-N-D, social.com. And if you want to go to us to visit us on social media to just see what we're up to, we do have a Facebook page. Um, we also have an Instagram at Bruno PR and social. And we have, we're also on LinkedIn as well. So you're welcome to uh, connect with us there. You can also send me a, um, a request on LinkedIn if you want to follow me. Um, Nicole Bruno is the name and uh, I'm also on Instagram at it's I T S Nicole Bruno. Um, so yeah, so would happy to be, would have, I would be happy to connect with people to share more inspiration. And, um, I'm actually, um, if you want to, yeah, if you want to schedule an introductory call with me, you're welcome to just go to our website. Um, which again, I'll say that URL again, www.brunoprandsocial.com. Um, and if you hit the get started button, or even that there's like a little um, button on the homepage that says, let's talk about Bruno, um, tap that. And there's like a calendar that pops up and you can schedule a time that works best for you. 
on our Calendly um, to meet with me. And also I'd say I am working on another project um, for people who may not have um, may not have the, the funds to, to, to pay for a social media agency or PR agency. I am working on online creator courses um, so that people who want to learn how to do social media on their own um, can. So be on the lookout for that. That, that company um, that I recently started with my uh, co-founder, Chris Daly, is called Digital by Nature. So we will be launching hopefully um, this fall, but you know we shall see. Um, it's a work in progress. And stay tuned on the Bruno page because when that launches, we'll definitely be promoting it and sharing it. And yeah. So. Oh, you just made my day. I had no idea about this, listeners, and it's very exciting. And I love that you're doing that. I really do. Digital by nature. Yeah. And Bruno PR and social. Don't forget that one. Yeah, don't forget Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for people, I just wanted to offer um, an opportunity for people who may not be able, because I do get clients who come to me who... They just need someone to show them how. I actually have a client who I had several workshops with. Um, her uh, her account is called Plant Traps. Um, giving you a shout out, Deb. Um, but she took a couple of my courses. And if you go to her page, you'll see she's made such great progress on her account just in the past year. Um, so it's been really beautiful to see how, you know, you can help people along. And um, sometimes, you know... Um, you know, you give people the keys, they can, they can find the door, you know, and they can unlock, you know, uh, it for themselves, you know, so happy to do that. You're awesome. I can't wait to keep, keep this relationship going personally. Sorry, listeners, you have to listen to this, but Nicole, you're awesome. Uh, listeners, I hear you saying thank you so much for having Nicole on the show. You're welcome. But no, Nicole, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you for sharing about PR and social. Thank you for sharing about entrepreneurship, about believing in your path, about starting things and not being worried about being perfect, about baby steps, about the reality of being a woman of color in the workplace. Like, thank you for sharing all of that and bringing your truth with us and and just it's seeing you now and how we've talked previously. I love seeing the growth and evolution and abundance in front of you and with you right now. And I just wish you all the best. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you, y'all, for listening to that episode. I hope your heart is feeling as warm as mine. You know, the part that you didn't hear was Nicole and I getting to catch up after the episode and just like share our silly hearts out, our silly black girl entrepreneur hearts. It is so wonderful to like match an energy with someone like that. Um, but as, as, as transitioning you out of this episode, I wanted to offer a few listener highlights because y'all are the freaking greatest. And thank you so much for getting into our social media more, getting into all of the things. Um, please continue to interact with us because um, we are putting more and more out there for you to respond to us. We want to get to know you all more. I'm highlighting the board of directors. The board of directors is a new snippet we are going to do. It's going to uh, share from our followers and folks who respond. The A couple of weeks ago, we asked folks where they're staying longer than they should. And I just want to shout out a few people who responded. I don't want to share their names, but their anonymous responses. Some folks said relationship. Some folks said a job. Some folks said a mentality that um, they can't ask for what they want or a mentality that they have to stay where they are. 
I wanted to share all those responses because I felt every single one of those and I empathize with all of those responses and others that were not said. And I want to empower all of those people who feel like they're staying. You don't have to stay. All you have to do though is want what would push you forward more than where you're staying. So if you're in the relationship, you have to want a better relationship or you have to want a healthier life more than you want that relationship. But until that happens, nothing will change. And so the more you can accept that truth, the more you can align your actions to want something else more, your desire is what creates. And I, and I will never forget that now. I, it, it means everything to me. My desire is what creates. And the more you can shift your desire, just shift it over to something else. You have the desire to do that, shift it over, you know? Oh, I wanted to be the top of my class. Shift it over there. Now you want to be the best creator. You know, it's just mindset. And and that's what all this is. And I thank all of the listeners who shared and responded to the prompts because we love you and you're why we do this. 